You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation, and welcome back for another installment of Big Trouble in Little Vagina and the talk that makes your body rock. Our program, as always, is dedicated to helping you find the most important, most elusive, and most precious of all things, the perfect orgasm. And who am I? Well, we've spent such a great deal of time getting so very intimate with each other, but just in case you're new, I'm the naughty mistress with the mostis, the melodic goddess of getting it on, and the deviant diva, naughty Nicole Delacroix. And the only thing that I will ever ask of you, my dear sweet listeners, is to keep an open mind, put aside what you think you know, and sit back and relax, and we'll run down the crazy road of life together. And don't ever forget, orgasms are nature's way of saying, life sucks ass, but here, have a little candy. Now, before we get started with today's episode, I want to make sure I remind all you naughty, naughty little listeners out there that if you're searching for some naughtiness on the internet, then look for me. No, I'm just kidding. Make sure you visit our sponsor, Adam and Eve Toys, because when you're in the market for an adult toy, or maybe you need some help getting that perfect adult toy, then Adam and Eve Toys better be your destination. And guess what? By being a renegade listener, they're going to give you a hell of a deal. Use special code BABE69, that's B-A-B-E-69, they're going to give you 50% off of a very choice item. And that's not all. No, there's more. They're going to throw in free shipping, three choice adult movies to get you in the mood, and a very special Renegade-only listener gift. And let me tell you this, the folks over at Adam and Eve Toys, they really do know how to treat you right. So make sure you head over there today and pick out something really naughty, something we can both use. Also, don't forget that the Renegade Talk Radio Network is growing every single day. We've got a brand new website and it's awesome. And it's so much easier to find all your favorites. So make sure you've got it bookmarked. Go on, get over there today and bookmark it now. I said now. Okay, maybe later. And make sure you check out all the other fascinating and provocative shows on the website. We've got Deep Insight into Conspiracies with Everly Isby, Entrepreneurship and Business with Heather Havenwood, and as always, Hilarity and Hijinks with Richie and our very own Sammy the Sausage Man. You can also check out my other show, The World in My Eyes, where I get to talk to you about all the crazy things that go on in my head and make me cringe and laugh and point and all those other things. And don't forget, we've got so much more great talk radio on its way to you, so make sure you check back daily, because I promise you this, you don't want to miss what's coming up next. And what about if you need a break from everyday life, and you're tired of the news of the day? It's got you down in the dumps? Well then, don't forget to check out Sky Pilot Radio, because they play the best music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So on to today's episode. With the recent discovery of a certain found docu- dialogue of a current presidential candidate, it's got me thinking about respect. And I thought maybe it was a good time for us to look at personal respect and, more importantly, respect for others. So on today's episode of Big Trouble in Little Vagina, we're talking about a- what Aretha Franklin so eloquently stated, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me. 
That's right, boys and girls, we're talking respect. Now, before anybody gets offended, I want to state for the record that I believe in respecting all views. We all have something to contribute to this discussion, so bear in mind that everything I'm saying is really just my personal opinion. You may have a differing opinion, and in my book, that's okay too. What works for me may not work for you, but I'm willing to see both sides of the coin and agree to accept your, th- your side of things as well. As my mother always says, and has said so many times in the past, and I think it holds true for this particular discussions, opinions, they're like assholes. We all have one, and generally they're full of shit. So, you have your shit, I have my shit. With that in mind, let's jump right into today's topic and see if we can't agree on some shit. I know, lots of puns. And before we get too far into this topic, I'm sure you're sitting there asking yourself, Where exactly does Nicole stand on those Trump comments? Well, I'll tell you how I feel about them. Like I've ever held anything back from you before, right? First off, it's no secret that Donald Trump has been a womanizer for many years. And you know what? In my opinion, most men that are womanizers generally are misogynists. So really, those comments didn't come as a huge surprise for me. The thing that ruffles my fur... And no, it's not the fur you're thinking. Well, first off, lots of things. For example, it seems a little bit convenient how a conversation from 2005, you know, 11 years, has any bearing on what's happening today any fucking way. I mean, let's be serious here, people. Is it any revelation that Trump acts like he owns everything? I mean, for fuck's sake, he puts his stupid fucking name on everything. Also, Is it really a new and shocking idea that he likes beautiful women? I mean, seriously? He bought the Miss America pageant. I assumed that it was to look for his next wife, but, I mean, seriously, did nobody else think that? Then, when the women of America weren't having it, he decided to buy the Miss Universe pageant. I mean, really? How fucking stupid are we? Now, what I find truly disgusting about this story is that these women who are just now coming forward, think that the world should be shocked and appalled that a man acted like this. Now, my question is, why didn't these women come forward when it actually happened? Why were they silent all this time? We're talking 11 years here, people. Why wasn't the feminista machine screaming outrage way back then? I know, I know, you're saying, but the video just came out. Come on, we're really not that stupid. Someone somewhere saw this video, or overheard the comments, or knew that this man acted this way, and he was like this, and it's only coming out now? I mean, holy shit, if he can keep a secret that big for over 10 years, then let's put him in charge, because that means he's got some kind of fucking power. To keep not just one person, but countless women quiet for more than a decade? Now that's somebody who can control people. But since I live in reality, I can't help but see that this is just a calculated attack, meaning someone somewhere went looking for this footage and decided to bring it out into the light at a very crucial moment. Then, just as the video wasn't getting enough traction, here come the allegations from the Selfie Feminista Brigade. 
Oh, who are they, you ask? Oh, well, they are the women who constantly post duck-faced pictures of themselves on Instagram, Tumblr, and Snapchat. You know, the women who are obsessed with becoming famous for nothing more than their looks or being famous. The Kim Kardashians of this world. They have nothing noteworthy to contribute to society as a whole, so they find some way of photobombing themselves into any mediocre news story in the hopes that it will fling them into the spotlight for another 15 minutes of fame. They're the Pilates-class beauty queen who can't find anybody to marry them because of their vapid, myopic view of life, so they suck at the teat of any hard-working individual and try to make a name for themselves that way. They are the sex tape victims who cry on screen, hoping pity and a book deal will set them up for life living on a yacht. They are, in my opinion, a Barbie doll. But not the cool Barbie doll that, you know, had jobs and did things. No, they're the sad little pathetic friends that nobody wanted to play with. They run from their beauty pageants to a news job, then to Playboy, you know, back when it used to have naked pictures in it, and then end up a sad, forgotten mention in an article about somebody's stolen sex tape. Quite simply, they're a parasite in this world, and they make me sick. I, for one, am tired of seeing these bleached-out, silicon-photoshopped versions of human women who look down on other women because they don't have any thoughts or ideas of their own, and they don't know how to do anything except for cry on cue and make babies. So, while I think that Trump is probably a misogynistic, overgrown frat boy, I really believe that his comments were exactly what men talk about when they think that they're alone. I've heard locker room talk. Hell, I've even participated in locker room talk. And I, for one, think he was just talking large. You know, like how every other man throughout history has ever done. The only difference... We're all acting all traumatized and horrified when every single one of us has had something just as equally as disgusting, hell, probably even worse. We've said it all, we just haven't been called out for it yet. All right, my dear listeners, we're just getting started with today's topic, and before I get too far into it, we need a moment to visit our sponsors and maybe check out a little music, and you know, Naughty Nicole might need a clonopin. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. I'm still Naughty Nicole, and this is Renegade Talk Radio. So meet me back here, my little heathens, after the break. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE69 at adamandeve.com. Hello, Renegade Nation. It's Naughty Nicole here from Big Trouble in Little Vagina. And I have something very special to talk to you about. 
Are you lonely? Do you want somebody that you can hang out with? Maybe some friends with benefits? Maybe a little lover that you could take in the evening? Or maybe you're more interested in a serious girlfriend or boyfriend? Maybe even marriage? Nah, no, nobody's interested in that. Maybe you're just looking for somebody that you can hang out with and have a good time with and somebody who thinks the way you do or talks the way that you do and you're tired of all those dating sites out there. Well, let me tell you, it is my great pleasure to introduce to you RenegadeMatch.com. That's right, Renegade Nation, we've got a whole new dating website made just for the renegade in you to help you find that other half of the perfect life. Check out RenegadeMatch.com now. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. If you're just tuning in, this is Big Trouble in Little Vagina, and I am still Naughty Nicole. And today, we're talking about respect and how we want it, but we never seem to show it. And I hope that during the break, you showed a little respect to our sponsor, Adam and Eve Toys, by checking out the wide selection of adult toys, movies, and oh so much more over at adamandevetoys.com. Don't forget to use special offer code BABE69 so that you can get the special Renegade listener pricing and special gift. So now that I've cooled down a little bit, not really, I did take that clonopin, but it hasn't kicked in yet. Let's jump back into our topic at hand, respect. And specifically, now I want to look at the double standard that we have when it comes to sexism. You know, he's a player, but she's a slut. She's feisty, but he's abusive. He's a boss, and she's just plain bossy. We hear these things constantly, but more often, we see them. We see them in the ways that couples interact, how friends socialize, and even how our governments are run. Sexism, against both men and women, is an idea embedded in our society so deeply that it's hardly discernible from the everyday practices and traditions of life. Despite the great leaps in our mindsets about sexism, the problem is not completely solved. In fact, it's still highly evident in the language and standards of present-day human beings. Of course, sexism exists in both the men and women, but in the spirit of irony, like ladies first. Irony aside, there's a lot of historical context that must be taken into account when dealing with sexism. Women, for example, have had the short end of the personal freedom stick for a pretty long time, making it a little bit of a touchier subject than sexism against men. And guess what? There's a reason for it. Atrocities that women have suffered and still suffer under the name of male supremacy has been one of the more widespread injustices of history. Since the Neolithic age up to present day, females have been in most societies oppressed as the roles of males become ever more powerful. For a very, very long time, women in almost every country couldn't even hold a position in the government or have a career in a male-dominated field. Laws restricting female sexuality became extremely strict as it became the norm to pass down property through male heirs. And in many places, it was a crime for a woman to even speak up against her husband. In some areas of the world, 
women have fought for and have obtained their rights to the freedom to choose their own futures. But even in these places, the sexism has left its traces in the traditions and standards that have been passed down from generation to generation. One thing that has resulted of the overly strict regulations on female sexuality is the double standard of slut-shaming. I've seen how young mothers and sexually promiscuous women are treated with such little respect by their peers, whereas promiscuous men are often commended, if not openly praised for their behavior. In this situation, it's clear that the guys have a cop-out solution, while girls are held to a much higher moral standard. Another incredibly important double standard that affects women is the lingering expectation that women are gentle and submissive by nature, an assumption that makes it difficult for boss women to appear to their employees as both likable and assertive at the same time. Since female beauty is often associated with passiveness and frailty, and handsomeness is associated with assertive behavior, women who attempt to act more assertive are often considered to be manly or lesbians, whereas men are generally considered more charismatic if they are decisive and unyielding. It's the unfortunate truth that these qualities are often seen as undesirable for women. The same goes for attitudes that young people hold to each other. I notice constantly how many of my female peers will seek a relationship, not by flaunting their best attributes, but by acting smaller and dumber and shallower than they actually are. They see in the media and sometimes in their own families that acting this way is what makes a woman attractive, and by mirroring these practices, they enter into a relationship that is, in most cases, very devoid of respect towards their actual good qualities. This dynamic, that I would argue, is the reason why there are generally more abusive relationships that target women than men. The women are taught that sticking up for themselves will be unattractive, whereas guys are taught that aggressiveness is a way to prove their manliness. Still, there's another idea that comes along with this. While women were idolized as the perfect images of beauty and grace, men were then idolized as the epitome of strength and toughness, and it reflects in the way that we see their roles in relationships every, every day. Needless to say, it turns out that not every man wants to be dominant, just as not every woman wants to be submissive. This in itself is often referred to as reverse sexism, a rising epidemic that is taking form in some countries who have already made strides in women's rights. Take for instance the abuse scenario. Since it's still statistically more likely for men to be abusive, many men complain that it's much harder for them to press charges against an abusive wife than it would be for their wives to press charges against them. This makes sense, of course, since women are generally stereotyped as the caring, gentle homemakers, an image that doesn't really fit very well with domestic abuse. Some would even blame the, the abuse on the husband, who somehow wasn't manly enough to stick up for his own dignity. In this way, divorce and abuse cases are prejudiced towards the woman and so usually end with her taking custody of the children. Another one that I personally notice quite often is the expectation that men should be chivalrous towards women, even when their girlfriend, wife, or friend is not being polite to them. It frustrates me greatly when I see girls who think it's perfectly fine to be rude to the men in their lives, and in the name of empowerment, by the way, 
but expect their boyfriends to open doors for them and help them out of their cars. First off, if you want to be empowered, then open your own fucking door. Second, if you expect equality for yourself, then you should not exclude the less convenient side to this, which is having to learn a bit of chivalry yourself. It's paramount for women to learn to command respect, but in the spirit of actual equality, that means we must take responsibility for respecting others as well. In the last few years, we've been facing the lack of values overall in society and in our relationships. We put a value on the degree of importance or significance or even a meaning that an object acquires. The actions, the situations, or even positions to the extent that we respond to the needs of the species and the human being in a certain time, and the struggle for this to locate and rank the material and spiritual goods in order of importance to us. Talking in terms of what is worth an object in one hand, or to satisfy a need. And on the other hand, to express the dependence of building a life goal. Compassion, freedom, humbleness, generosity, justice, peace, tolerance, honesty, loyalty, respect, and trust, among other values, are no longer the qualities that characterize the people in this world. These new behaviors that have adopted the majority of the people are antisocial and dehumanized, but unfortunately are installed in our society as common pattern. As a result, we're building a nation that lacks respect. We only feel outrage when it brings a personal triumph or reward, and we look to our peers, friends, and even family as a commodity to bring us fame, fortune, or some other worthless trinket that we feel that we're owed. That's right, we think the world owes us something. We all complain about the insecurity of our country, of the injustices and robberies committed by our rulers, without realizing that these rulers and these killers were actually educated by a mother and a father, who are part of our own society, and those who did not teach and show them the values that are needed to make them a good citizen, and above all, good people. Everything that's happened is due to a lack of values and influence by those who have lived and shared life with that person. There are parents who think that the school is responsible for the moral education of their children and are receiving without realizing that the values are obtained from the house and that everything comes from family. Nobody's born knowing how to be a father or a mother. So you have to teach people that they're going to be adults who will need to be responsible in educating and teaching their own values to their children. Parents need to put more of an effort into forming a bond and communicating with their children. They need to gain trust and respect for them. But don't make the mistake of not knowing to mark the line of freedom with debauchery. Because of that, many teenagers do not know the respect or the education of being able to follow rules and listen to their elders. If we want to see a different world, a more balanced society, and a more hopeful future, then this is the time to pause and think, what do values mean to me? Which ones take part in my life? What do other people mean to me? And then we, w then we should stop thinking about the me and start thinking about others. Be generous and see that others need us more than we need ourselves. 
We need to get people to commit to their ideals, their values, families, professions, and even their personal lives. The values are, and will always be, a guide that will allow us to lead us to the right path. So we should reinforce, transmit, and commit ourselves to put our values into practice every single day. The important thing in life is not your position, but your disposition. The change depends on all of us for the future that we want to create. Be born as humans is not enough. We need to reach out and actually be human. And when we've succeeded with that, we can be proud to say that I was a part of that change. All right, my dear sweet listeners, it's that time again, and we need to visit our sponsors. So take a moment, check out what they have to offer, and meet me back here after the break. I'm still Naughty Nicole, and you're still listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina here on Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to Big Trouble in Little Vagina. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE69 at adamandeve.com. And welcome back, my little heathens. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. If you're just tuning in, this is Big Trouble in Little Vagina, and I'm Naughty Nicole, and today we've been talking about respect and how we don't see both sides. And I hope that during the break, you checked out both sides of Adam and Eve Toys. They have a vast selection of adult toys, movies, and oh so much more. So take our very special Renegade Listener um, coupon offer code of BABE69 and go buy yourself something really, really naughty. Now, normally, I like to end on a high note, but this happens to be a subject that really does get under my skin. From the stories I see daily about people going off on other people and how we need to respect each other, and yet they never point that finger back at ourselves. For example, how, how many of us got into the Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter? Yet, some people took it so far as to say that blue lives don't matter, and policemen got killed. Words matter, people. Even the smallest, insignificant statement can be disrespectful. Still don't believe me? All right, well then, let's try this. Let me tell you about an article that I read recently. Now, this is an article that was posted on Yahoo.com for the entire world to read. And for most, it seemed like a pretty innocuous story. It was talking about how you could get yourself moved to the front of the line on a customer call center call. 
The basic gist of this five paragraph story was that if you call into a call center and you want to get moved up in the automated IVR, that you should curse at the IVR and it would move you to the front of the call queue, meaning your call would be moved to the front of the line if you yell obscenities. Not only is this technique almost always wrong, it's incredibly disrespectful. And let me tell you why. After reading the article, I happened to look at some of the responses actual people were making on this story. From the obligatory, does it work? response, to the every call center is located in China and India statement anyway. And of course, my personal favorite, only stupid people work in call centers. So here's how I feel about that. See, I've worked in call centers, and I'm anything but stupid. But day in and day out, people like me go to work with the idea that their job is to help customers. After all, isn't that what customer service means? I mean, it kind of says it in the title, right? But when this article advocates is to bully your way to the front of the line, disregarding, oh yeah, and disrespecting all the people who called in before you did by yelling obscenities into the phone until a human picks up. Now, does anybody out there think that once a person comes on the line, the obscenities are going to end? Right. So now what you've done is you've just advised millions of people, although I'm really guessing that not that many people read that article, but you've just given them a free license to yell, curse, and say whatever they want to a complete stranger. A stranger, by the way, whose job it is to try and help them. Now, now that they're irate, for whatever reason, surely they're going to be reasonable, right? Sure, because people who are yelling and spewing venom are always reasonable. And it's not like you've just given them a green light to act like they're an entitled asshole or anything. Let's just insert a facepalm there. I wonder if the genius that wrote this article has ever spent one minute working in a customer-centric field. In fact, I wonder if anybody who calls into a call center and yells at one of those employees thinks, wow, how would I react if someone came to my job and did exactly what I'm doing now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that those people are reasonable enough to think that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure of it. So, from someone who's worked in customer service, let me spell it out for you. I'm not from India, and I'm not from China. I work in America. And guess what? I'm not stupid. In fact, I'm pretty fucking smart. And if you're not acting like an entitled dickhead, I'm probably even willing to try and help you. If you yell obscenities over the phone, I'm also smart enough to tell you to stop. And guess what? If you don't, you're going to hear dial tone. That's right, dial tone. If you continue swearing and yelling and carrying on like a crazy person, I'm going to hang up on you. Oh, and just so you know, it's actually against the law in the United States to say obscenities over a telephone line. 
So go ahead and yell fuck at me one more time because I have the FCC and the FTC on speed dial and I won't hesitate to file charges against you. And to you entitled dickheads out there that want the call customer service people names like cow and bitch or threaten us by saying if you knew where we were you'd come kill us or my personal favorite the guy that told me that I wasn't going to wake up tomorrow. Guess what fucker? It's tomorrow, motherfucker, and I'm still here. And by the way, I canceled your account and shut your services off anyway. That's what happens to entitled motherfuckers in my world. Consider this your warning. That's the call center version of spitting in your food. We'll cancel your account. And with that, we've come to the end of another episode. And I hope you've enjoyed today's ride, motherfuckers. Or maybe you just learned a little something about naughty Nicole. We don't like it when you yell at us. And if you liked it, don't hesitate to let me know, because I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at my website, www.nicole-delacroix.com, or on Twitter at at Nicole Delacroix. And if you're enjoying the series, then make sure you pick up a copy of my book, Sexual Confessional, Confidential Admissions from Social Media. It's available on Amazon.com and all other major booksellers. That's our time for today, and I want to thank you for joining me for Big Trouble in Little Vagina here on Renegade Talk Radio. And don't forget to join me next time so we can get down and dirty again. And I know I was a little serious today, so I want to go ahead and end today's show on a little bit of a high note. So just remember, I'm kind of joking. So until then, remember... I know I should respect your opinion, but I find that difficult because you're a fucking idiot. See you next time, my precious little heathens. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.